welcome to Grafted Jewish Roots of Christianity. I am your host, Stephanie Pavlatos. Today, I have Dreema Archibald. Thank you for joining me today, Dreema. I appreciate it, and I love your name. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're going to talk about a lot of different things today, and I always going to say that because most of my guests always have this, you know, many um, facets to their life and, and who they for many years i have down 25 years but i think that um it's even extended out mm -hmm. at a different church so different years yes yes and you are a writer you are an author you yes. have a website you have books out on amazon you like to rhyme you loved you've been writing you said since like second grade or something which yes. was i right okay <laughs> yes so so yeah so you um Lots of things. And I love that your puppet team goes to nursing homes and senior living. So I think that's awesome yes. as well. Right. Well, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your puppet team. I think that would be really interesting because I remember being a kid and seeing some of those puppets. So go ahead and describe some of that for us. Okay. We're a puppet team. And there's um, probably, I think, 10 in the team right now. We've had as many as 16. It just kind of depends. Um, right now, we've got ages, I, th I think it's like 12 to 61, I mean, ages. Mm -hmm. So most of them are adults, but we do have some children, um, some younger children. Mm -hmm. And um, some of them have been with me for over 15 years. Wow. Um, uh, so it's it's we kind of know each other so well that whether they know, you know, we do have practices. Mm -hmm. And so um, they learn the songs and that we do and, um, and we get choreography going and the songs are, um, they're really lively. And mm -hmm. so anyway, we've got a whole lot of puppets. We've probably got over 150 puppets wow. to choose from, you know, and our stage is 12, foot by 12 foot okay and um two tier so you know it we can use every person have two puppets on each to each person wow and fill that stage mm -hmm. so it's it's really amazing looking they're so good wow uh, the team is i can just tell them a song to do and even if we don't practice anything they can just get up there and do it so but we do have choreography uh, most of our uh, songs are done uh, for uh, seniors, uh, we go to all the local um, nursing homes, uh, retirement homes, um, churches, mm -hmm. things like that we do. And when when we go to churches, of course, it's children and uh, adults. And we do a mixed. We I do every single show we do is different. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just hundreds of possibilities there. So, um, but we try to keep it fresh. Wow. Um, the songs are very lively, mm -hmm. um, and funny. We try to get funny ones mm -hmm. and, uh, because the seniors, especially the joy on their faces. I mean, that's our ministry. It's, yes. it's fun. And yes, we do our thing, but 
it's our ministry hmm. and um, it ministers to them like you never believe. And a lot of them will come up. I've seen them in tears coming up after the yeah, show. I've done it. And oh, it's just so touching that mm. they love the music and we do the old hymns i'll fly away and mm-hmm. you know all, all the old we do lots of the um quartet songs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have songs that are done by we get them from used to be called one-way street but we get all of our music most of our music from them and just things that we know um but they're catered toward puppets okay and so it's the voices are kind of funny mm-hmm. and and but it's still the same words and the same message uh-huh. and they absolutely love it wow. and they laugh and some of them are tapping around it's it's just really good it's really really a blessing yeah it sounds like it and and it's funny because i have one friend who always says what's that book show you do and because i do have a lot of authors i'm an author i'm a writer but i'm mm-hmm. i love to read but I'm always fascinated what people do besides writing a book. I mean, you know, there's yeah. other parts of ministry um, that people do. I'm a biologist. So, you know, I love the anatomy, chemistry, biology, not, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, there's just so many things to find out about people and what they do and what they love to do and how the Lord uses them in the lives of mm-hmm. others. Um, and that's what it's all about. <laughs> the Lord calls us. He gifts us. And yes. then he says, use these gifts for me to glorify me. So whether we're mm-hmm. writing or doing puppets or, you know, in a nursery and. Right. It's, it's all it's all about serving him. And yes, it is. People, the people he loves, which is everyone. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's, it's good. It's good to hear stuff like this, I think. Um, and I don't <laughs> think I've had anyone on the show that's. Been been a puppeteer, I guess, if that's what you call yourself, <laughs> a puppeteer. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I so do are the they main hand puppet. puppets then? Yeah, they're hand puppets. Okay, and I I miss Moody. Okay, um, so she's the one that introduces all the songs and everybody because I cannot change my voice and make it stay changed, so it's just my regular voice uh-huh. and my regular ridiculous laugh, and. Everybody knows me. Mm-hmm. The kids will come up to me from church and say, are you Miss Moody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cute. say, yes, I'm Miss Moody. <laughs> I remember but, uh, loving but, yeah. those things when I was little. I mean, I'm this, it was it was always a fun Sunday when the puppets came out. So, yeah, yeah um, we do. We do a few times a year. We have black light puppets, too. OK, so we do night shows. Wow. That's very cool. So, it's come yeah. a long way. <laughs> It has come a long way. It really has. Our church is really good to support us with that. That's good. Well, you're also an, a writer and an author. Mm-hmm. And um, and one of the reasons I was I uh, asked you to be on was because of the subject matter that you write about for children. Mm-hmm. So you like to write the rhyming books for little ones that you sit and mm-hmm. read to your children. You want to talk about your subject matter on these most recent books a little bit. And, uh, and then sure. we'll, we'll talk about them some more at the end, but we'll just give you about a little taste and then we'll go into some other things. Okay. Um, right now I have uh, two books out. One is Mouse Malachi discovers the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And the next one, it, the next one that is coming out this month, I think the 16th, 
I think October 16th, but it's Mouse Malachi discovers Hanukkah Mm. and Hanukkah is, I have my copies, um, but they're not out completely yet. So uh, they'll be soon, just a few days actually, or less than a month. Well, and probably by the time this airs, they will be out. So, oh yeah, maybe so. Yeah. So, uh, and, um, having been to, um, Israel, I absolutely loved it. And I learned a lot about just the Jewish culture and decided I wanted to know more. And I didn't know much about the feasts and things. And so I just started doing the research. And um, and then I don't know if you want me to go all the way into how I got into these books or just the subject matter. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I, I can kind of help you there because I, I know that... It, you you actually explained to me that you were at a conference and you were talking to Eva Marie, who's been on my mm-hmm. podcast, and I'll actually kind of link this to her too. Mm, good. She's been in Israel. She's talked about Israel quite a bit. And I think anybody who goes to Israel um, can't help but be impacted, um, changed, you know, one yes. way or another, yes. you don't leave the same as you arrived. But exactly. she kind of gave you the idea um for mm-hmm. this character or for the whole book uh actually it was the um premise of the book okay um she just it was a mouse goes into a catacomb and her version was a little different than my version ended up but she was just like this is my idea and would you like to write it? Because at the time she has so far has since, but at the time she did not write children's books. Mm-hmm. She wrote lots of other things, right. but not children's books. So, um, of course I said yes. <laughs> and so mine, the little mouse was, goes into a catacomb, catacomb and gets actually mouse Eva, mm-hmm. who is named after Eva Marie, um, uh, mouse Eva and mouse Malachi are friends. And uh, she takes him. She knows everything about about Jerusalem. She knows everything about the feasts and everything. So she's taking shy little Mouse Malachi and teaching him by going through the catacombs and going into a home and then into a synagogue and things like that. Mm -hmm. She just takes him around everywhere that she can sneak in. And she just tells him the stories. So uh, that's that's kind of the story. That's kind of the premise of the story. Yeah. And. And we kind of talked about before when we were talking about this that, you know, how good it was for children to kind of to understand these feasts because they don't really like in a normal Sunday school lesson, they might hear about Passover. They don't necessarily hear about Shabbat or the Sabbath um, or maybe even like you have a few more books coming out in the future, right, Mm -hmm. with some of the other feasts. Yes, Rosh Hashanah slash Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be in one book. And then um the Passover right. is going to be in the okay. in another book. So, so Passover might are, be the most popular like it might topic be. Yeah. for people because they right. understand the most about that. Mm-hmm. But definitely yes. um Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are probably the least talked about in some ways. But they're super important. They are. And so, yeah, so uh, it's one of the uh, high holy days. It is. And yeah. So, yeah. So that's um, why we wanted to cover those. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be a different kind of book because there's not so many 
things that you do, you know, that mm-hmm. can be covered in the mm-hmm. the mice, but but it's coming together. I'm about halfway through the that book. Well, so, well, that's uh, writing it. So that's great. So <laughs> so how do you explain to children what Hanukkah is? How would ah. you you know you do it through rhyme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but man, I couldn't do that for the life of me if I if I wanted. I couldn't make the rhyme. <laughs> well, that's my thing. Yeah. That that's my thing is rhyming. I don't have to rhyme. I do books that don't rhyme, but uh but these these were so much fun. It was work, but it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um I try to teach them the simplicity mm-hmm. of it. Um I start off with um just what Hanukkah is and where it started. And the history behind it, even from Judah Maccabee um, and the King Antiochus, I think mm-hmm. is his name. Shoot. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I teach about them and the names and I do put it in a rhyme. Uh, but in the back of the book um, is also explanations of that. And now I do have a section, if you want me to read a little yes, section of it. Yes, go high ahead and then we'll Okay, it kind of gives an idea of how it goes. Um, this section is right after Mouse Eva is telling Mouse Malachi about the, the battles. Um, okay. And it's long, long ago, a wicked king had told the Jews a wicked thing. You cannot worship God at all. There'll be no Sabbath or prayer shawl. First, they were sad. But then got mad. We have to fight. This king is bad. His name, this man named Judah, led the, with force. The troops were small, but stayed the course. For three whole years, the soldiers came to hurt the Jews and bring them shame. The king's troops were quite huge indeed, but with God's help, the Jews were freed. Mm. So that's part of it. Yeah. That's kind of how the story is explained. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and if you go to the back, there's some, a little bit of details, but okay. um, yeah, it gives you the king's name and uh, that kind of thing and the Maccabees and, and that, but it was, it was a lot of fun doing it because mm-hmm. growing up, I didn't know what Hanukkah was. Of course, I heard about it all the time, mm-hmm. but I just thought it was Jewish Christmas, you know, yes. in, in some ways it is. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. But it's so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it, more to different people. Mm-hmm. So and it's got so many titles. Um, right. So, yeah, it's just a great, a great thing for little children to know ahead of time, whether you're Jewish or whether you're not Jewish, come from a mm-hmm. Christian home or any kind of background. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to know what it's like. Mm hmm. And it does help um, our children, but even as adults, you know, I honestly can say that I didn't know much about the church history mm-hmm. until I started reading this book um, that I have. But when um, and it, it was funny because a Messianic Jewish woman wrote the book and she explains church history and. And I learned about <laughs> church history through Jew. So it, that was kind of funny, ironic, That's I funny. guess. But I felt badly. I felt badly because it's like, I don't know my own church mm. history. And here's this woman who's explaining it to me. And so it was very helpful. Right. Um, but, but we find this story kind of being played out a little bit 
and uh, talked about in Daniel, like 11, I believe, because mm -hmm. this is where, and if you don't mind, I'll just kind of give some of this mm -hmm. little history that I, I understand. Yeah. But mm -hmm. Israel was between these two countries that were warring, always at war. Mm -hmm. So you had Egypt in the south, and they called the king of the south in Daniel, and the king of the north was Syria. And yeah. so when they would fight, they would have to go across this land bridge we know as Israel right? And to, to get to each other's kingdoms and battle. Well, oftentimes they just met in Israel mm -hmm. and um, would battle there. And lots of, um, you know, of the children of Israel lost their lives mm -hmm. in this. But as you mentioned in that, in your little book, that um, this king who was quite evil decided that, well, I'm going to change all the seasons. I'm going to change all of this because I want you guys to basically, and he was Greek. So he basically was like, you're going to become more Western. You're going to become like us Greeks. Right. And you're going to give up your Jewishness. And mm -hmm. um, he and took away kind of all the rights that they had, even to pray to synagogue for everything. He just took it all away from them. Yeah. No feast. No nothing yeah, so yeah it was quite traumatic um mm -hmm. but there were some that were actually going along with it if i remember correctly some of the jews were and so um judas went in and he killed the priests who were going along with it so it was quite a i'm sure mm -hmm. the the pg version is in your book but <laughs> <laughs> yeah we keep it yeah we keep it very uh kid friendly but it's incredibly informationable um mm -hmm. if that's a word <laughs> mm -hmm. for um yeah. yeah yeah it's got lots of information yeah um, yeah and and also one of the things that i had in mind i hadn't mentioned this to you before uh when i wrote these was my mother had alzheimer's and she was there for many years uh she stayed with me for years and then she went to a facility keep her mm -hmm. safe and um and they like things like this. Um, right. The children's books. The, yes. The children's books. And so people would come in and read and and uh, they would just be mesmerized. Mm. And uh, it's that's another reason why I wrote things like this. They're on a kid level, but they can I mean, adults can learn just as much whether you're mentally impaired or not. You know, there's right. a lot of information there and it's written for anyone. Mm hmm. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Maybe getting back to Hanukkah, um, mm -hmm. what else can you maybe explain that would help us better understand Hanukkah from your knowledge, from your research? Um, we we talked about it being sort of like Christmas, but not exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I do write about the um, Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's something that uh, when I went to Israel, I saw the huge menorah. And uh, I just didn't know a whole lot about it. So I was really interested in finding out more about that. And I did put that in my book as well. Mm -hmm. um, just the information. What I was talking about was how they the giving thanks and the giving praise. And it talks about it and says, can I read a couple of sure. pages? Okay. It says the thankful Jews began to clean until their temple was pristine. Now it was ready once again for all their worship to begin. They celebrate eight nights and days by giving thanks and giving praise. They call it Hanukkah today, a time to ponder and to pray. Mm. Then it's a special prayer is said tonight. I skipped a page. 
They praise the Lord. They are, are, they are all right. They light the first night candle now. Mouse Malachi just whispers, wow. Mm. <laughs> A helper candle lights them all. It's called Shamash, the servant's call. Then every night they light one more for eight nights like the one before. Mm. So that kind of gives an idea. And it's mm-hmm. that's giving thanks and giving praise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the light, the Hanukkah, the Shamash is the, the uh, helper candle or the servant candle, mm-hmm. or it has many names. I think, right. called, I've, I, think I called it a slave. They, yeah, I, slave. They uh-huh. to the slave candle. So it's the one that that does the work for the others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the it's the helper candle or the uh, servant candle. Mm-hmm. With that, a lot of the people will go to they're, they're they're told to act like the shamash, and so a lot of people, at least around here, actually even now, will go to soup kitchens and things like that be and the servant be the servant. Yes, mm-hmm. so That's in the cool. light, yeah, it is. And and I I even read um or learned I guess I should say that even at the time of Yom Kippur because if you go to Isaiah 53 yes. he talks about the fast and the people were bringing attention to themselves and so and what I learned was even then it wasn't about drawing attention to yourself you fast so you can give your food to somebody who needs it mm-hmm. you you deny yourself so you can give it away and mm. that's how the way we we carry out Yom Kippur and it, you know and and just throughout the year not yes. just that one 24-hour period by helping right. the poor and um a friend of mine who'd also gone to Israel said that um before Shabbat starts and uh, in Israel, of course, but all the stores close. So mm-hmm. the Jews will go in and they'll buy groceries and they'll lay them by the homeless people so that mm. they can have a Shabbat meal. Ah, see, I didn't actually know that. Yeah. So, that's, so it, that's it's very kind, but it's very interesting to know that they are very service oriented. Yes. Yes. Because that's that's what it was all about. That's and that's what the Isaiah 53 is about. You know, it's not mm-hmm. about you. It's not about drawing attention to yourself and how holy I am. Look, I'm keeping this fast and I'm denying myself. But right. it's to give to those around who are have needs and who don't have the food who don't have the clothing you do who don't have all the shoes you do um that's exactly right the way you carry it out that's the way you do yom kippur um it's very intentional Mm -hmm. um and i like that because i didn't realize that about hanukkah as well but it Mm -hmm. makes sense that it would be because that's that's how the lord is that's how he Yes. You know, that's what he does. And that's how he trained his <laughs> men and women, his people to do those yes. things. But but we also we talked about um, a little bit about the difference between the menorah that's used for Hanukkah mm-hmm. and the regular menorah that's used the rest of the year. So would you like to kind of unpack that a little bit? So the different. So the um, menorah um, that's used for the rest of the year has seven candles. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, the seven candles. And that's, um, I'm not sure how to go about that, actually. Yeah, that's okay. But how? So, what's the difference in the one they use for Hanukkah? Well, the one they use for Hanukkah has the helper candle. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's the extra candle and it's got the extra space for it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it, the it, one that lights the others. Yeah. So it kind of adds up to nine, I think. Right. Helper, That's correct. Eight days. Uh-huh. So it's it's kind of interesting um, because when you when you go to buy a menorah, you know, they actually some of the, the Jewish stores, especially here in Cleveland, where there's a large Jewish. Uh, yeah. Community. Community, thank you. Community's a word. Um, so there's that. There's a lot of stores that you can go into, and they have an area just for Hanukkah. You know, mm-hmm. in buying those, and so the can the the menorahs, so to speak, are a little different. And the 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 one that we think of most often, like the seven, the one that mm-hmm. has the seven, is what would have been in the um, holy place in the temple. Right. Yes. So, yes, that's true. And the um, Hanukkahs are, are the ones at home, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I had a. Uh... Nope, that's OK. So, <laughs> no, that's fine. And so the um, and what I found fascinating was the the menorahs were probably six or seven feet tall. I mean, they were like. Uh, you know, like a lamp, like a floor lamp. They, that's right. kind of how they had to mm-hmm. be. So they had a. And the the middle, the, what we were calling the servant one, um, mm-hmm. stayed lit. Mm-hmm. It always stayed lit in the temple until Jesus' resurrection, and then it went out. Oh, I see that information I had. Yeah, so they yeah. had to keep relighting it, and mm-hmm. it's actually I think it's written in some of their um, the like the Talmud, and so in in that it explains that that light went out and that the doors to the holy place um, that opened up into the holy place, which led to the Holy of Holies would Mm -hmm. stay open instead of having to be open. So there were like these miracles, you know, I say Mm -hmm. that in quotes, but that because they didn't seem like miracles to them, but it was a result of Jesus no longer being, you know, the the temple being open to all people. Right. And yes. He just had yes. left the building in a sense. So, you know, mm-hmm. we to, he was no longer, God was no longer in the temple. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's just so interesting when you start hearing about all these different things. But like you said, getting back to even Hanukkah, what was yeah. the war over and, you know, why mm. were they fighting? Why, why did, you know, I guess kind of what was happening? They had, I think in your book, when you started, you're talking about clean up, but what happened that in the uh, temple that they had to clean up the bad people <laughs> as mm-hmm. i call them in there um they came in and not only did they not let the jews do any of their worship or the feasts or prayer or anything um they destroyed the temple they just they just destroyed the temple mm-hmm. and uh there was just a hatred there yeah and so and then when um Judah Maccabee just go forward when Judah Maccabee and the his army came through and um were able to uh, to overtake the huge army from the king which was a miracle in itself because mm-hmm. he just had a very small army with just basically pitchforks and things i mean you know they didn't have anything like the big armies of the king right um, but uh, they were able to overtake after three years, I think it was. Wow. And um, took them three years, but they did it. And so after that, um, they were able to go in. And the first thing they did was to 
uh, get the temple uh, back mm-hmm. so that they could have a place worthy of worship. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that was their big thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, And I think that we find how they, like even, oh, I want to say Leviticus, if I can remember correctly, but in Leviticus, it actually talks um, about after they be- built the temple, the tabernacle in that case, how they had to anoint it and mm-hmm. get it prepared because on the eighth day, the Lord descended into it from mm-hmm. his cloud and and went into the Holy of Holies. And it's such an amazing story. And then, but we find, but that's why it's important to understand those things in Leviticus because it's telling us you know, the beginning of all of us and then why it was such a big deal when the Greeks came in and, and changed everything and slaughtered a pig, you know, because obviously Mm. they knew what they were doing. Yeah. So they knew the significance of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And they called it the abomination of desolation. And, and that's a sign because even that word, that phrase gets used again in revelation. When you see, the abomination of desolation. Mm. So I think it's a sign that it's going to happen again Mm. and to be, and to know when it happens that this is, you know, um, things are going to end up like that time. And I think that's why, I guess maybe why it's important to understand Hanukkah and what's going on there. Well, that, that is so. And Hanukkah, all of the feasts are, it teaches us, of our roots mm-hmm. of where we are now. And that's, you always go back to the roots. Right. That's And so true. Uh, that is exactly uh, what we're talking about. Hanukkah mm-hmm. and all the feasts, the different ones and, and uh, the holy days. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they all had a, a place to start. And mm-hmm. like you said, we're going to see them again. We are. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but how do you think we see Jesus in Hanukkah? Because, you know, we can go back and look at it as it was a, this big battle. It was about cleaning out the the temple, getting it holy again, getting it anointed, you know, for the presence of God to be in there. But how do you think we see we can see Jesus in Hanukkah? Do you have any any huh. thoughts on that? Well, the first thing that comes to mind are... Um, the miracles mm. because it was God. It it was yeah. absolutely God. Nothing else could have done that. You're right. Uh, from, from the people, you know, overcoming the army um, to uh, there's one thing that I know some people say that it's just a, a saying and other people say that it's true. I don't know which is which, but um, the uh, miracle of the oil mm. Um, yeah, I did hear that was true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, some people it's some people say it's a legend. Some people okay. say it's true. But but either way, um, that's one of the reasons why Hanukkah is eight days because of the miracle of the oil. And the other um, reason is because Sukkot or Sukkot, mm-hmm. um, that one is eight days. And that's mm-hmm. the one that they were not able to. Um, worship whenever everything was going on with the battle right and so and so those are different things but oh for where I was where was I going with the first one <laughs> but the oil what was this yeah thing? the oil yeah um the oil was um 
when the battle was over and the uh, Judah Maccabee and his army and the, the Jews had won, they went back to the temple and they were going to try to get it fixed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um, I, I have a line in my story about the miracle of the oil, but it's where when they went in to the temple, it was destroyed mm-hmm. and they only found one small container of oil and it was only enough for one day. Uh, so they put it in the lamp and um, through the miracle of God, mm-hmm. um, it was able to stay lit for the entire time mm-hmm. for eight days um, until they could get a, a sanctified oil to come in, you know, right. to come in to get the other oil. But it wasn't supposed to last that long. That was a God thing. Yes. Uh, whether whether whichever way you believe, but um, I think that that's a, a a point to God right there. Right. Absolutely. And the uh, yeah, the menorah or the um, uh, the shamash in the oil is mm-hmm. God. Um, mm-hmm. You need to show your light, yes. and and so that's what. They call it sometimes, sometimes people call it the festival of lights. Mm-hmm. Well, the light, true. it's just the burning lights. It's the light in your heart. It's the light mm-hmm. that you give, um, the light that people can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus your... called himself the light of the world. So. Yes, exactly. So the light can mean many different things, but mm-hmm. least of all, I mean, the most thing that it means is the light of God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's excellent. So those are some. Yeah, I read um, again, and I didn't I didn't bring this up because you're just making me remember stuff. But (laughs) the oil that they used to light the menorah, um, it it was made from olive oil. Mm -hmm. But where if you you know, you probably in Israel, they show you those mills that they use to grind up and to crush Mm -hmm. the olives. Well, the olives. The first oil had to be beaten out mm-hmm. of the olives and they weren't crushed. They were beaten. And I found that so significant the first time I heard it. And it's in scripture. And I honestly, I don't know where it is right now. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll go find it. But how that brings us back to Jesus. And and I just learned that. So it wasn't like I expected you to know that. But you made me think of it when you were talking about the yeah. oil. Because it couldn't be crushed had to be beaten to that is it, yeah that's amazing mm-hmm. yes had to i use, did not know that yeah it was just it's just one little sentence in between some stories and it's just barely there but i was it's like oh my goodness had to yeah. be beaten what is that significance that mm-hmm. has to be mm-hmm. significant that right. it was beaten not crushed and and even the crushing i mean when they sacrificed an animal, um, and I'm going to put crush in quotes because they weren't literally crushing the animal, but it was as if they were. They were pushing down with their might on the head, transferring their sin. And that's why even in Isaiah 53, it talks about um, he was crushed for our transgressions um, oh. because it was like God just pushing down um, and transferring the sin or we pushing down on him and mm-hmm. transferring our sin to him. Oh, um, wow. th- that language 
is very significant. And so when you see differences like that, it always sparks my attention. Like mm -hmm. I was used to the word crushed, but suddenly a word you were to beat the olives to get the oil. That's very good. I did not catch any of that. That's, yeah. that's quite amazing. But like I said, that's... it's kind of hidden between mm -hmm. a few things and, and, um, and I had to teach out of Leviticus one week. And so I was like, Oh, you know, I'm not used to teaching out of Leviticus. So, um, mm -hmm. as I was reading it, that just kind of stood out to me, but, um, but yeah, so I think that there's a lot that we can learn from Hanukkah and we talked about why it was important to teach our children yes. these things. Yeah. And I, I think it's just as important um, for our children to grow up understanding. And I think these books are going to be wonderful and they're, they're very colorful. They're very sweet. Um, I love the little, the, all the illustrations. Yes. They're um, good. <laughs> so you didn't yeah. know this illustrator, right? So no, I did not. Okay. And Cause I've... you talked about your son-in-law illustrating some oh. of your other books. Yeah. Those are my, just the ones that I've done for my own family. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. but he has done the illustrating. He's very good. Um, but uh, Endgame Press is the publisher of this book, these books, and mm -hmm. um, and they have her name is Zeling Lee, mm -hmm. I think. Zeling yeah, Lee, yeah, I saw that. What too. I think it is, yeah. So she's she's very good. I mean, it was they're just adorable. It's very very cute. She does very a well great done. job. Yes, she does a great job. Oh, oh and nice. there's the picture that I was reading from. Yeah, and that's an excellent book for kids. I mean, just think yes. of, um, right. yeah, I'm going to get those for some little boys I know. Oh, so. good. And the back matter, mm -hmm. uh, what they call back matter is the back information. That's, I know you can't read it the way yeah, it is. Yeah, but you have but the definitions just, of the words. Yes. Uh-huh, and some traditions and the dreidel game, uh, mm -hmm. which is a lot of fun. I wrote quite a bit about that, and uh, I know you can get the dreidels from... Amazon. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People could learn how to play the game by this book and, and go get the, or mm -hmm. anywhere and mm -hmm. play it during Hanukkah. And that has a different, that has a whole nother story with it. Yeah. But they, um, now I know, I know people who have given up, um, you know, who don't necessarily, uh, what do I want to say? I mean, celebrate Christmas. There are some people who have stopped mm -hmm. because, now, and, and it's not that they don't at all, but I do know, like, there's a lot who believe that he was born over Sukkot. Um, and so some actually celebrate his birth at Sukkot during mm -hmm. the feast of Sukkot because it's, it's a eight day feast. Right. And, um, but I tend to still keep it, you know, in December. And, um, but, but this year, you know, when I put out my, um, menorah for Hanukkah, it's mm -hmm. a Hanukkah. Hanukkah, yeah. Okay, Hanukkah. Um, uh -huh. And I always forget the name of that. But, um, <laughs> you know, but you're supposed to let your light shine, right? So it's yes. supposed to be by a window so the light can shine. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people, they have electric ones now. And so you screw in the little light bulbs as oh. you go. So you don't <laughs> cause any fires. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And some of them actually have the oil cups. So you mm, pour yeah. the oil in yeah. and light the oil and then others have candles. So there's lots of different ways you can, you mm -hmm. can sell, you know, you can buy those, but, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's almost the same reason we put up lights in our windows, you know, or exactly. candles in our yes. windows. I mean, the, the feeling is the same. Yes. Um, But it's 
to show the light of the world and the light that we live by and the light that's in us. And so, right. It's what you make it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you can put up Christmas lights and, Mm -hmm. and when you see them, it, it makes me think of Jesus, right. You know, the light of the world. world. So, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, yep. You don't have to see all of that, but it's, it's there. Yeah, it is. And they do like, I think they eat like really mm-hmm. have a lot of good food during that time. Oh, like, yes. Certain oh, donuts yeah. and different things like that. Donuts and potato cakes. And, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's interesting to, I mean, and, and honestly, when I do the feast, I just, we just do our own traditional foods that we like. Mm-hmm. I don't try to make all go. the Jewish food. You know, I think what's important to me is that I see Jesus in each of the feasts. Um, mm-hmm. I see the significance of those feasts. They give presents during Hanukkah. Now that didn't use, that didn't happen in the days of Jesus, but they've, they've yes. kind of turned it in because of Christmas. They kind of turned it mm-hmm. into let's give gifts. So, so I know some people do that. They give eight right. days worth of gifts. They give a gift a day, um, mm, but you don't yeah. have to do that either. So, no. um, but it's a, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And I think it's, um, I encourage people to, to find more out about it, go back yes. and read Daniel and, and especially in mm-hmm. Daniel 11 and, um, or maybe it's 10, I'm sorry, it could be 10 or 11, but it's one of those. And, and then, you know, even with your books, you know, reading those, getting that book, it'll be out, it'll be out by the time this is aired. Mm-hmm. So people yes. can buy and, and read it on the nights of Hanukkah mm-hmm. to their kids to kind of teach them a little bit more about the history. So right in a simple awesome. way, but mm-hmm. it sparks interest and you, from there, you can take it as far as you want to oh, go. Yeah. yeah. So, right. and I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate you writing those books <laughs> and um, offering them, you know, specifically for children, for us to teach our children, our grandchildren about right. Hanukkah and how Jesus is the light. So that's right. Well, I, I thank you for, um, having me on so I can talk about it. And mm-hmm. for Eva Marie, I thank her for the idea mm-hmm. and it has just helped me out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you've learned a lot me, through all this. I have, <laughs> I really have. And I have, I appreciate it so mm-hmm. much. I appreciate the feasts now because I know what they mean. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a word. It's a whole oh, tradition, yeah. you know. It is. And it's a beautiful tradition. It's because, very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and I've always told people it's not a burden to keep those beasts. It's, it's not a burden. It shouldn't be a burden. And if it was, no. the Lord wouldn't want to do it if it were a burden. But um, it's just supposed to keep him in our minds. And, yes. and, and obviously Hanukkah is not one of the seven kind of mandatory feasts that they were right. to remember. But... Um, it's, there's a little kind of joke that every time, every time the Jews went into battle and any kind and they won, they made a feast out of it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, but, so, that was a rough time to live. So that would have been, yes, um, for sure. Yeah. Wouldn't have been yeah. a PG version of that story. So no, but thank you. <laughs> appreciate you being on today. I appreciate well, that. Thank you fun. for having me. I did too. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. You can find me at graftedjewishroots.com. Please check out my Bible study, Jewels of Hebrews, on my website. And I also have a Facebook page under the same name. Join me every Wednesday for a new episode of Grafted 
Jewish roots of Christianity. Thank you for listening.